Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Let's go fly a kite up to the highest height. Let's go. Tell me I need a train to be your fucking wife. And I'm going to cut you with my kite. I've never seen a kite be a violent. But you wanted to do it. A little bit. Tell me. I knew bit. when I watched this that I went poodle went, ooh, I want a kite <laughs> fight with someone. Kind of. <laughs> Kite fighting does sound like an obscure sexual position. It does. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I didn't think you were to say that. It does to me. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To it's reality yes. Let's love Y'all, if you're watching the Intimate Portrait You're going, where the fuck are they? We're in a hotel room somewhere in, in Reno No, it is are we in Vegas, Reno? Oh, Vegas. We, are, we are in some place um, Let's not say it would have been my first choice <laughs> Um we're at, we're at a hotel for a podcast conference, and we're doing our best. We're doing our best. Doing our I had best. to I had to Instacart a neti pot this morning. Um, um, yeah, and Ooh, there's snow on the mountains. That went that went well. Um, Instacart did go. I had to get alkaline water and um, Claritin. Vegas is hard on old people. It's true. Well, it's not the same as when you're in your 20s. In fact, the last time we were in this hotel, we were in our 20s, and I think we both would get like three hours of sleep a night. Yep. I, I cannot handle anymore. I cannot handle the smoke. It's a lot. I have to. I can't even go to the casino. It's a lot. <laughs> I'm that fragile. Y'all, um, we're, uh, and we're, so we've got cough drops in for this show. Sorry, yeah, but it's very, very dry here. and dry, and so bear with us. Please bear with us. This is toe. This, this is toe. <laughs> he doesn't like it when I say it. It's not your phrase. You didn't come you can, up with it. You, can, you did again, not originate You're a liar. Toe. You're a liar. I did. <laughs> I did say toe. I, think I don't else. think other people say toe, I but think us. Kim and Kyle did. Then they took it from us. <laughs> Name stealers. <laughs> I. It was Kyle. He stole it. He st- you know what? That's fine. As long as you tell me I came up with it. As long as I'm the first one. I'm the unique one. In a grand four. <sighs> season six of, or episode six of season four. <laughs> Love is one thing, knowledge Love is, is another. Love is one thing, knowledge is another. I would say that they are two things that rarely meet. Not on this show. <laughs> Not as you, and Dick is the equalizer. No, I don't know. That, <laughs> that, is, that is, no, Dick is a whole other thing. Whole Dick other has thing. nothing to do with love or <laughs> knowledge, Dick unfortunately. Is, Dick is a wild thing. 
like Casey Musgrave sings. What? She says love is a wild thing, not dick. <laughs> but I was going to say. She sings it one way, I hear it another. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like I'm about, I feel like we're having a parent-teacher conference. It does. And I've just told you that your, your little boy is, uh, <laughs> has been, has been making inappropriate remarks and I think he's a fairy. Charlie's been trying, Miss Honeycutt. <laughs> he really has. I'm sitting here with my legal pad and saying he's not living up to his potential. I actually think it looks like we're making some kind of snuff porn or something in Ooh, here. This, yeah, the the room is, it's very tan. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, if you said, I want to be in a brothel, but I want it to be for middle of the road. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> middle of the road middle brothel. The road. There's leather, uh, 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 what are those? Stools. Studs. Like stools, a tufted leather, tough stools, tufted with stools with a leather headboard. It's it's prime for for poodle. Just it's perfect. Y'all know how I feel about a leather headboard. There's even a lightning bolt kind of cut into the wall that shelves. <laughs> it's, it's straight out of 1988. It's great. Yeah. Anyway, we're happy to be here. Happy to be here. Um, couple announcements. Um, we we've announced this a couple times, but y'all get ready for Love Is Blind season four coming at the end of this month um we're very very excited um another thing uh me you and my ex season two and um, that'll be on the cringe tier the cringe tier we said before blowing up blowing up it's, we the cringe tier is going to be you me and my ex season also two the cast member of love is blind too what i saw some of the cast members of love is blind on on netflix well there's netflix but then also i think it's like strong black lead on netflix they were highlighting some of the the black people that were going to be on they've given they've given up the cast list yes they have a thing they're hot that's some hot guys not like what they normally do i mean pretty women too but i kind of just scroll past them they don't usually do that that's interesting i thought so too all right great um so uh thanks for (laughs) taking what i was just saying we're talking about love is blind i don't know where i am now um (laughs) we don't know where we are anyway so uh me and my ex then there's going to be, we are Love and Paradise? venturing into the world, still in the cringe tier. Oh. We are venturing into the sister show of Seeking Sister Wife with the brother show, whatever you like. Seeking Brother Husband. Seeking Brother Husband. And that will be on uh, the cringe tier as well. I'll see you in hell, Netflix. Unless that giant meteor gets us first. Oh. Which, um, I, I don't think anything can be as bad as Milf Manor. I don't think anything can oh. be as bad. I'm enjoying it, and you sissies are trash, and you're messaging me and saying you're enjoying it, too. No, That's you're fine. Just, y'all are... Something went wrong for people who enjoy that show. <sighs> yeah. Y'all need to sit in a room and think about it. I agree. I agree. Um, then uh, Love in Paradise, season two, like you said. Yes. Or season three, I'm sorry. Season Whatever. three. We're, we're both so discombobulated <laughs> right now, because I'm just used to hearing... Just little uh, uh, coin machines or uh, slot machines every time we just, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, where were we? Where are we? We, I think that's all the announcements. I don't have anything else. Do you? Let's jump in. When's the last time you were in Vegas, by the way? Five or six years ago. Was it with me or would you go with someone else? I was with someone else. Oh. I have some, sometimes we jet off. You have never ridden in a private jet. Don't act like you have. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Not for lack of trying. You, that's really a shame. You should have ridden in someone's private jet. Yeah, I think private airfare is the only way to go. Private I, air is the only way to go. I feel like, though, if you and I got in a private jet, we would show our ass, and it would be so obvious we've never been in a private jet the thing before. Is, you don't, it doesn't matter if you show your ass. You're in a fucking private jet. But do you act? Do you say, "Oh my God," and 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 like gawk over everything in the private jet? Yes, it doesn't matter because you're a guest to the rich person. I guess that makes him feel rich. It doesn't matter. Um, let's jump in. I want another Starbucks, but it's twelve dollars for a coffee downstairs. <laughs> And we have to walk the length of four football fields to get a free coffee. <laughs> they don't give you anything in these rooms. They don't even put a Keurig in here. They don't give you nothing. They want you to buy everything in Vegas. Maybe we should stop complaining about that. <laughs> I like Vegas, so I'm Yo, fun. Uh, repeat after me. Love yourself. Love yourself. It's the love yourself gym. 
Jen needs that attention. <laughs> I go back and forth with Jen because sometimes this episode, like, I do feel like, I do feel like after seeing this segment, at least right now, I feel like Rishi is the asshole. Yeah. She does. I will say, Jen, I thought she, I misjudged her. She's super naive. She's naive. I thought she was going to be a little bit of, I'm an American kind of She against. hasn't been. She's actually not no. at all. I think she's way she's, more um, open, but it's just, he keeps fucking moving the goalpost, as you say. It's not, it's, it's more subtle than that. What he's doing is not really saying anything. He's telling her in a submit fashion of, wait, wait, wait till I can get this handled. And I and, under- But he's not going to handle it. I, I understand why he... What, what they are up against is a culture system that is thousands and thousands of years old. True. So this can't be, in an American fashion, done... It can't be done overnight. No. So... I can understand why he's moving slow. Should he have lied to her about it? No. No. Should he have not? What he's doing is lying by omission. What he's doing is not saying that my mother's been looking for a wife for me for two years. I'll be honest. I don't trust him. I agree. I still don't think he was unfaithful during when, when they were away. I don't think he was unfaithful, no. But boy, I bet you her friend Randy is watching this going, that dumb <laughs> bitch, I, I told her. Yo, you know Randy's going to be on the tell-all. Ra- Randy's going to be on tell-all, and Randy invites all of her friends over to make fun of Jen. Oh, yeah. 100%. If you were ever on that, I'd do that for you. I, I know you would. <laughs> you would. I'm like, look at this fucker. I wouldn't watch you. <laughs> oh, yes, you would. <laughs> Because you know it'd be good TV. You well, put, you put me in a strange situation, y'all. We'll get on Big Brother and we'll see if I watch you. I know we don't, can't talk about it because okay, can't talk about thank it. Thank you. Well, he hasn't applied yet, y'all. Don't people when you say that I get DMs and DMs <laughs> and DMs. Stop it, y'all. Worth love yourself, Jim, and with love dear. Yourself. And I want to say, dear. Is the person who asks, when you ask him how he's going, too good. He's too good. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to ever know you. (laughs) If you tell me, first of all, I don't care how you're doing. I'm asking it out of normal cultural. uh, That's a lot. That's a lot. Too good. How you doing, poodle? Too good. Too good. This is, good. this is such Dan Cortez energy. Uh, if anyone knows who who Dan Cortez is, uh, like MTV Sports, that you remember when Dan Cortez would do that? He's like, "Yo, blah, 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 blah. I mean, he's that, he running was around." He was yeah. yeah, don't you talk bad about Dan Cortez? I'm you not. know he was part of my sexual I'm, awakening. I'm saying this is Dan Cortez energy, but he came off as a douche, bro. Yes, that's yeah. why I wanted him to fuck me. So he's going, ho, ha, ho, get yours, get yours, get your life, blah, 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 blah. It's very Tony it, Robbins fitness. It reminds me, yeah, of like very like Tony Robbins or even like Billy Blanks. Yes, he's very, he's, y'all, he's high on life. Um, He's high on life. This is just Zumba, right? Kind of looks like In it. Which Zumba's fine. But it looks like it looks like an Indian variation of Zumba. I think I would like a Zumba class, actually. Now I'm going to get a lot of it. That's what my Pilates teacher, he told me. I was like, I need to do something for Cardi. He's like, girl, I love Zumba. I can just see you in Zumba. Me and a bunch of women just, <laughs> just doing women. Oh, my God, I'd love it. I would love it. I think Zumba is usually toward geared toward a more female clientele, but I guess it doesn't have to be. Come at me, Zumba sissies. God, you're gonna get. Don't come at you're me. You're gonna get. Some. Don't come at me. I don't. I'm at a conference right now. Anyway, y'all. this show's airing on my birthday. By the way, happy birthday to me. Well, well if you can't celebrate well, yourself, happy birthday. How are you gonna celebrate anybody else? This That's is true. Forty-four. This is a magical number. Any numerology sissies, come at me because I'm trying. I want to know about the number. I know forty-four is about protection. Anyway, forty-five is <laughs> about being slutty. <laughs> So I think you've got it. Got it covered. <laughs> I just want to say, this he, this guy's an interesting figure. And number one, he's hot. I think he's, he's hot. almost hotter than Rishi in some ways, this guy. Um, 
Rishi's God, his Rishi face is looks beautiful. like a model. He does, and he has real skinny legs. This so. guy is normal kind of looking, but his these like striking eyes. Now, I couldn't handle this guy for like five minutes. <laughs> I'd have to walk the other way when he'd be yelling at me and telling me to get my life. I bet he'd be an intense fuck though. It wouldn't last long. What? Ho ho ha ha hoo ha ha hoo. Nothing wrong with a good it was two, like a full body. Two minute fun. Nothing wrong with a quickie. I don't love a pugilistic fuck. I don't love it when someone is trying to ram out of me. <laughs> that is, okay, Gary, roll that hours and hours of footage of you talking about getting beat up against a headboard. That's different. That's that's that is that is that is using that is but not not rabbit fucked. Yeah, like Ben fucked yeah, Camille. I don't want to be rabbit fucked. Although there's a time and a place. <laughs> The time and a place. Now he is cute. Now a rabbit fuck when someone's dressed as a rabbit and he fucking you. Completely different thing. <laughs> I kind of wondered if he was indigent because it seems like he knows a lot about her life. I think she was into him, and he. It seems. It seems like he because she had taken class here before when she lived here before. Yeah, I also think that y'all. This guy is in here to sell something. Oh, yeah. And 100 percent. But I think she was probably into him and he probably let it be known either he was in a relationship or married. Probably. Y'all um, don't pull. I don't think you can hear it because we're up kind of high. <laughs> but I hear even I Vegas. hear. But even in Vegas, don't pull I'm over. I'm on the 25th floor. <laughs> Somebody just like the third day of gambling and they just killed over. <laughs> so, y'all, uh, dear, basically, she's like. Um, remember that she's like, so remember that guy I was dating, you know, I'd come to class and I'd be like a crying man. She's like, oh yeah. And then he's like, he's coming up with like truth bombs. Y'all it's like, are you doubting yourself? Are you doubting him? Just lobbing at her. Oh lobbing yeah. Him. And at one point, uh, she says, you know, uh, he didn't want, uh, he's like, I didn't know. Uh, we see a flashback where she yeah. talked to. Rishi in the cab, and she's basically saying, you lied to me. And he, he basically said, I admit that I lied to you. I didn't want to lose you. I was worried what you were going to say. Yeah. So and Jen said, so there's nothing else I'm going to find out. No more surprises. And he says, no more surprises. So I think she will have complete carte blanche if anything else comes out to go home. Because she has given him – now she has found – he. He's now come clean, supposedly, come clean completely. Yes. And he's promised her no more surprises. Yeah. She completely has every right to leave if there's something else. She does. She totally does. And it's weird. Like you just said. That lamp is ugly. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. I'm I'm glad we agreed not to talk about the room too much. No, I'm just saying the lamp's ugly. Oh, the furnishings in this place are garbage. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna, I'm gonna shut up, y'all. Y'all just get two fags in a hotel room from the '90s. They will talk forever. I'm sorry, you were saying something important. Yeah, and there's this pic. There's a picture of Elvis oh, and I Marilyn. Too, yeah. Yeah, it's in every fucking room. Heather Harris would love this hotel because this is where y'all were staying at the Westgate. Which Don't to, announce where we're staying. We're gone already. Oh. This is also, this was the Hilton. I don't know what it was before, but Elvis apparently like did his last 846 performances here. There's a statue of Elvis down in the lobby. But uh, Heather Harris, she would go as, uh, from Long Grove, she would go as Elvis for Halloween. Because, and ironically... She really had the same features as him. She looked really a lot like Elvis. And when she would do her Elvis impersonation, because she was a tall woman and she had a very low, chesty voice, she did a really good Elvis impression. She sang Love Me Tender at the Kiwanis Banquet, and women cried. Women cried. Riveting. They said it was just like the king was here. She... I mean, but she had... Interesting. That would be considered drag performance today. It is. I know. She had big boobs, though. She couldn't tie those down. I wonder if Oklahoma would be able to handle it. No, they couldn't. Y'all, we know how to feel about that. Uh, protect drag queens. The thing is, I, I agree. 
number one, drag queen will drag queen's gonna meet you in the alley. They don't need protection. Uh, they'll handle themselves. We do need they do need protection against political people. That's what they, they do. Need. They do. Yeah. They fucking do. ridiculous. I I don't want to get talking about it because I'll destroy the room <laughs> <laughs> even more than it is. So okay, so so after the flashback, that's basically she does say a little bit. It kind of you're right. She's just so naive because she said my brother would fight for his wife back where in America, and I'm like, honey, this is not. And he finally says, this is the same script, different cast. Same like you script, say. different cast. This is, this is the American. You, you, this is, this is the thing. He even says, I wanted, I wish I could let you know about my culture. I knew, I knew you would not understand this. And part of me thinks he's right. Even though she's lived in India, there's these, it's almost like being a tourist and knowing you're going to go away, then I'm going to live here and also marry you and become part of your family. And I don't know if there's a way. And I, because I think when you, if you start talking to an American, like, this is an arranged marriage, is this kind of thing? And they're like, I know. Or they'll say, well, why can't we just, like, like Jenny would say, well, why can't we just uh, go talk to your mom and just get everything in order? Well, 4,000 or plus years of tradition say that that's not going to work. But at the same time, kind of like, uh, with Jen and Rishi, he didn't tell her those things yep. because he knew that she wouldn't come. Agreed. And that's shitty. Yep. He knew that he said, hey, I need you to get up at 4 a.m. and make tea for me every morning. You're going to eat after I eat. I want you now, to. She would say, I'm not doing that. He fucking lied to And me. now is when we enter he, the uh, portion catfish, of. Catfish, that's it. The now is when we enter the portion of the storyline where Jen where Rishi just assumes Jen will get used to doing things. Yes. And this is where I go, he's seemingly, quote-unquote, more Western in some of his views. He's not in this. He's not in this. So, y'all, he does expect her to get up at 4 a.m. As she said, wife training. I'm glad she called it wife training. And I know that she was bitchy about it, but I kind of felt, because he told her nothing, yeah. I kind of was like, Jen, I don't blame you for being pissed off about this. I've had some sessions in the dungeon they've called wife training before, but it's been a little different. <laughs> Strangely, both involve an apron. <laughs> wow, I feel more nauseous than last night when I blew my rent on that roulette table. It's time for wife training, mm. boy. Y'all, I, I, uh, I could tell you what was involved in that. No, you can't. But it's disturbing. That, it's too gross for this hotel room. I know. And that's saying and something. And unspeakable things have been done. And we have a picture of hotel room. Norma Jean on the wall, Marilyn Monroe. She's licking her finger. And she's seen all this shit. She's just. She has seen. She had she, a peg JFK. <laughs> Bless her. Anyway. What she does say is what dear basically is it all depends on Richie because a man will or a mom, he needs to tell his mom because he says a mom will cry for a day or two. But if she this loves her son, yeah. it's going to be fine. Apparently he didn't meet Mama Smith. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> History says another thing. Mama Smith would come in and just kick the doors down. Yep. Just <laughs> and then she and then she pretend to be sick. She is the Susan Lucci of God, Indian mothers. It's amazing. She's amazing. So and and Dear even says Rishi's making a fool of her. Um so then uh he's again just dropping truth bombs nonstop. Um the next thing we do get to kite fighting and kite festivals. Yes. Um, he didn't mention what the festival for, but he did say that God was asleep God, for a God month. God was asleep for a month. Woke huh? up. Huh? Hey, <laughs> hey, everybody, I'm back. I'm God. I doubt. I doubt a Hindu God would speak in that. But well, they might do a tongue pop. <laughs> I'm back. We should be drinking during this podcast. We're I in agree. Vegas. You know, the drinks at that bar down th- downstairs were so expensive. Yes, they always are. 
I know. That's I just don't. I no just, one goes to Vegas and say, "God, those drinks were cheap." <laughs> that was affordable. That was affordable. Now that was a deal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Where have you been, Laura Ingalls? <laughs> no one gets the bonnet no, off. <laughs> no one comes here and said, "I've saved so much money this weekend." <laughs> what an what an economical trip. Great. <laughs> I have plenty saved over, saved over the kids' lunch money. <laughs> You're on your own, girl. Um, so I know I, I'm so punchy. So we're kite fighting, and he. This is this again. This is seemingly well intentioned. He's like, because my family does this, mm-hmm. and I want you to know what it's like to be in my family. Um, she basically starts going at him with, um. I, uh, she's like, I feel, I feel like I've just been saying over and over again, just be honest with me. And I will say, this is a much of an improvement on Jenny. No. Um, yes. Jenny would get mad and then Summit would say, all right. She would go, oh, okay. I have to say, this is why I like Jen. I actually think she's naive, but in some ways more forthright and more better about saying Telling someone, this is what I need you to do in a relationship. The problem is, Jen keeps giving him, like, I still, this I still guy think keeps this is not respecting her boundaries. I still think this is DOA. No, I do too. Yeah. Um, so she basically says, um, if your family finds you a match, uh, are you going to meet her? He's like, no, it's not, it's, it's, that's not my choice. That's not how I want to live. And but he's like, but they told me if I found a girl, we'll accept her. I don't think the family thought he would find a white American woman. No. So that, that, that I don't even think from some of the sissies we've talked to, that was never in their equation that would, that would even happen. Yeah. It would be like you saying you're going to find your love of your life and you come back and it's just a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I just that just is not fathomable for me. No, I don't mean I mean it like yes. No, it would be. I'm like this is this is my this is my person, Patsy. Hi, Patsy. <laughs> I met I met James at a at the church, and everyone would just go, what? what, what? It does seem like it's that stark. The reality it does, and Jen. So what Jen is trying to do, but he's not giving her this. Basically. She wants. She has a practicality about her in a weird way. She wants to know time limits. She wants to know how long. Yeah. She wants to know a time frame. And he just wants this obscure kind of abstract. Whenever it happens, it happens. And it's quite insulting, being that she moved her whole fucking life for him. So, well, I team Jen right the, now. The problem is she's on a timeline. He doesn't because of the visa. He doesn't see that yeah and i think she's probably or maybe it's not i think i don't know if she's actually on a visa um i know she probably has a certain number of times she can she stay. talks about it next week they talked about it next week there's something that she is talking about i guess if she leaves she can't come back it's a yeah. one-time visa oh doesn't it feel like already this is episode six but the with these couples doesn't it feel like we're at like episode 15 yes, with some of them because the stakes are so high in tow some of them are already having to leave and all this shit fuck happily ever after so y'all we get to the <laughs> wife training rishi takes her to her friends um i didn't get their names i did um i think um uh, it's on my next page oh <laughs> <laughs> y'all i wrote i write so much about these two um Surendra and Sita. Sita. And so I will say Jen is on her best behavior in front of these in front of these women. Mm-hmm. She's not man and woman. Uh, well, well, the, the, other the husband and the him. other women she meets who the sister I think it's the sister and the sister-in-law. But I think it is enlightening her because they go there and then they walk and she stands in a group of women and Rishi doesn't walk towards her and he says and she kind of looks at him and he says I can't walk in between these women. She goes Oh, and this is interesting where she goes, okay, this is a different culture. This is something unlike 
what I normally and Jen is into all this. She is this kind of seeker person. <laughs> she that's who, true. Who is experiencing new things and she's kind of delighted. She's not this closed minded no. American. If he told her this and let her know I think she would probably get somewhat on board with it. I think and I probably this will probably be completely blown out of the water by the time Uh-oh. the season's over. Don't compliment she'll, her; it'll go bad. She'll, she'll do something or have a racist tattoo, and we'll find something. We'll find something. <laughs> but I feel like she does seem to have a little bit more um, curiosity about the world about than a that. lot of people. Yeah, um, maybe. And I don't want to give Ari, uh, ben, Benny, and Ari props, but Ari, Ari traveled the world because. She was using it as a little shiny object. Well, and she wanted to get at her parents. And I and, think and Jen she, is genuinely curious. She wanted curious. to be exotic. She wanted to try on different yeah. things. Jen wants to be. I, is I curious. agree. And I still want to read that book of Jen's life because it is a story. Well, I'm just glad that it probably is. Probably she just. There wasn't much in Steelwell, so she had to venture out to Greasy at a young age. It just put the adventure <laughs> all the in. way out to Greasy, Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. I would call it funny when I grew up. We said that word is greasy, like a a z, a voiced s. That is greasy. Yeah, greasy. I think I said with this s. No, but I'm saying I think z is wrong. But I remember hearing that. I bet it's both. I don't you know. Can do both. Who cares? I don't. Who I want to give a shit. I just need a martini, so, please. Y'all, we're drinking to the second show. <sighs> well, I don't have time to get the bar. <laughs> so. She's basically looking at, uh, they're crushing the ginger, they're making the tea, and one of the women goes, so yeah, it's going to be 4 a.m. for you. They'll go, boop, the little Flintstones bird goes, Rick, time to get up, time to get up. Rick, <laughs> Rick, Or it's just Jenny. Get up. Rick, <laughs> Y'all, the thing about that's different here is, ain't no way Jenny's going to get up at 4 a.m. to make tea. No. <laughs> No. Jenny sleeps till nine. Yeah, she does. And it's interesting. I mean, it's 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 inevitable we're gonna compare the two couples. We should also say that yes, it's inevitable. But, it's also but Summit does all the cooking. He does. So it's it's interesting. So he, there is a little bit more actually, yeah, there's a little bit more And Summit does not want to live in a joint family. Does not so we didn't even talk about that. He probably that's would like another to. bombery she dropped on her is that he wants her to live with his family. And this is when I would say when, if this wasn't oh, brought up, if this wasn't brought up when he proposed, this is where I would go. You sold me a bad bill of goods. Yep, I wrote she is being led on. This is where I went. I gave him the benefit of the doubt, then a bit of the doubt, benefit of the doubt, not anymore. This yeah. is where I would go. Rishi, can we have can we have a really lovely evening? We would bang all night, and I would just be like, "You would that apartment would be empty when he came to look for me." Yep, yep. <laughs> I would ghost him there, and I'd take everything. There wouldn't there wouldn't be a thread left, <laughs> like the Grinch, like the last can of hoo hash. <laughs> That's what I would have. I would take. Not that there's a lot in that apartment anyway. No, there's. But not. I would take. Everything I would too. It that's was horrible. That's where I. That's where I not would go. Not that he's doing it, but he's not killing. But it's just that she. He didn't. This wasn't mentioned no. at all. I. I really felt for her at the end of this, and I don't know what's going to happen next week. If she lets herself, I think she's going to. What she should do is say, "I don't want to do this. This is not the way I want to live. I can. I can. I can ap- appreciate it. I can. I can." do a lot of things when it comes to your culture and wait for you to do this, but I cannot live as basically a, a glorified servant in your mother's house. I cannot do that. No. She's 46 fucking years old. She is. Or is it 48? I don't 47? I, the thing about Jen is, the last thing I want to say about her, you've seen the episode of Seinfeld where there's a Two-Face? No. Where she looks different in every light. Oh. Jen looks, Jen looks different in like every confession, in every scene. There's just something. We, it's like a different side when of her face. she was looking at Deer when he was talking to her, she was concentrating and she kind of looked like a murderer because her head was down. <laughs> she, but she has also, that, Her she mouth has is open look. all the time. Yeah, that. She, her mouth is open. She has been compared to Willem Dafoe by some of our sissies and it's pretty Pretty accurate. I could see that. She it's, the, kinda... it's the it's the nose and the um, severeness. 
I think she's a beautiful woman. Sometimes she looks severe, though. That's a good yeah. and Other times she looks very. She has a two face, though. She looks different in looks every happier. light. Yeah. Um, she's very much a two face. <laughs> I think that's it about. We should take a break. Oh, we should. I forgot. We don't have timey. Okay. Oh, my <laughs> God. We need you. We should have gotten hope. a Vegas timey. We should have gotten a Vegas timey. It would have um, gone. We would have pressed the button. It was like. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> All right. Y'all, we'll be back. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See... Now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, 
and even keep going queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love yourself, never be ashamed, have hope and find your happy. So I need to talk to you. Um, my mother was sent some papers that, um, we need, in order to prosecute the man who stole my rare motorcycle, Yes. Uh-huh. I need to go home. So, Let me say that sentence again, because I don't think it's ever been said in what? human history. In order to prosecute the man who stole my rare motorcycle, okay. I need okay. to go back to Alabama. So, we're not getting a couch? I watched this before you, and I told Poodle, I said, I said to he and Caitlin, um, I said, you're not going to, you're not going to believe the reason why Jen has to go home. I had to go back three times to believe what I'd heard. I had to watch it again. Because I thought she, I went, excuse me, I what thought was she was, was it Rare Motorcycle? Because a man broke into my house and stole a rare motorcycle. I need to go back to prosecute him. $50,000. And I wrote down, I've just never, I don't think this sentence has ever been said before in all of human history. It was weird. (laughs) I feel like Chris lies. Yeah. I feel like, or as we say, a lot of tall tales. So, no thank you. No thank you. House Cousy just probably thought that two gay guys were just fucking away in here. And then at the same time, we both did in the same thing. Same time. Same time. <laughs> no, thank you. This is what you get for quality reality gays programming. Because I tried to put Do Not Disturb on there, but you can't put it on there. It's on the inside. Oh, let's you just put, keep you going. take out the slot and put it in the the. There is nothing on the outside. I'm confused. There is nothing on the Someone's outside. Someone's claiming my room now. They're probably stealing my credit cards. <laughs> they can't do that. They'd be caught. <laughs> That's what I always think. Not if they're gonna. Not if this is their last day at the at the Westlake. What a con! Yeah, That's a great con. If you ever if I ever quit, I would steal everything. Someone's had to do that before. Okay. Well, <laughs> we need to work on that agreement if we ever separate, um, so you don't take all my so shit. Y'all, they are shopping for furniture. She's been there for three days. Chris, of course, has taste that she likes rainbows and 
fairy stuff and yes. and Jamie's like I like things more modern. Yeah. Um Chris wants all the things they can get where Jamie does not. And so at one point she's like oh don't get me too comfortable my narcolepsy might kick in and then my epicondylitis will kick in when you lay down on my elbow then my trick knee and my bad foot. They start going I got that bad ankle you know. It turns, oh, sorry. Trigger finger. It, it, turns, it turns around on itself. Yep. <laughs> Get that trigger finger. I won't be able to service you tonight. This woman's a broke down palace. She is a broke down palace. I, and again, kind of like Jen and Rishi, Jamie was conned. I agree. And I don't think Jamie's the kind who's going to want to stay around and take care of this woman. I, I, I don't think many people would. Oh, lesbians would. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just think that, I mean, maybe in if they are dating together longer. Jamie's not codependent enough. That's the problem. They, if they were together longer. So, already she's telling her that she's going to have to leave. Jamie, and if she has to leave, y'all, they're going to have, remember, they're in gonna a week. To, they're going to get married in like five days. They're, they're going to have to postpone the wedding. It does seem convenient. That well, it seems convenient because we find out a little bit more information about Jamie and Chris. Oh yes, yeah, we find out that it seems convenient because we find out that Chris ghosted Jamie. Well, we did know that. I forgot about. We it. did know that. I um, forgot all about it. Uh, and uh, she said, <laughs> "I wrote down." Chris went, "You are the only person." I would want to sell my rare motorcycle for. <laughs> and I was like, that's a Valentine I did not see coming. <laughs> no. That where's that's not a that's not a Hallmark card you see often. You are the only one that I would sell my rare motorcycle for. And you're the only one, the only reason I would ever leave you is to see the man prosecuted who stole my rare motorcycle. <laughs> It's such a weird thing to say. It, and the thing is, y'all, I don't think she's getting the money back. It it is strange because she keeps saying, I need I need to see him prosecuted. And again, I understand and maybe she has to be there because either there's but it seems like if the thing is in the if the if the if the process is going through the courts, why does she have to be there, so maybe legal sissies can 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 weigh in here. It seems like this is a criminal matter, not a civil matter. If it's a criminal, if it's a criminal matter, I don't know. I know more about civil. It, it looks like she would not have to be there. It looks like she's needing to see the man prosecuted. I have a friend who's going through criminal proceedings, and she, unless she's testifying, right, she actually doesn't have to be at the proceedings. Her, she goes to everyone, but the attorney can do it for her. Right. But she's going because she wants to make sure that the judge kind of remembers her and that she's advocating I, to put that's this person in That's a very different situation. But no, I'm wondering if yeah. that's Chris wants – she says, I have to be there, meaning she personally has to be there for the judge to hear her, for the judge to hear her side so she can prosecute this man. But to what I'm saying, it to I'm thinking – but are you not getting money back? Because, yeah, you want this guy to go to jail because you stole your rare motor motorcycle that your father my gave you. My rare motorcycle that my father gave me before I before he died. But at the same time, if you're not getting any money back, what's it worth? Everything you, seems... You're, in, you're in all this pain from flying. You're going to do this to your body again? I just, y'all, I would, if I was Jamie, I would cut bait now. I would. You would see me. Y'all, you'd see me start looking at the door. <laughs> I think Chris's behavior is very erratic. Yeah. And I don't think that's going to change. I agree. So, y'all, uh, she, we, you, you do mention eight months ago, Chris was, I don't think we did, we didn't hear the this. The details of it. Chris was going to come to Columbia for her birthday. Her birthday. And then she did ghost Jamie for a month. Yes. Um, and then Chris says, I know I ghosted her, but 
you hurt me by breaking trust. And that I guess that was the woman who said the woman, the Florida woman. Yes. Or the Houston woman. I can't remember. Somebody. Hopefully we see her on the tell-all. <clears throat> Hopefully. Um, Hopefully. 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 I like that. So uh, after this kind of fight, they are out, and Chris is just laying in Jamie's lap. Well, they go... Well, this is where, yeah, she's laying in her, yeah, they they go there, then they go to the doctor. The doctor's later, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're going to go to a, fl- a, a, a flea market, and... Um, That's right, they're at the flea market, right. And she's laying, y'all, Jamie does not know what to do, because she was not prepared to deal with this type. Like, I mean, I my dad had severe back pain, so... I feel for her. It is debilitating. It is horrible, horrible pain. And so, but Jamie was not, I don't, again, Jamie didn't even know she had to have this surgery or any of this. Yeah. And, I mean, you. I feel bad for Chris because she's in pain, but you feel bad for Jamie too because she has no idea. It's very similar to the Rishi situation of not yes. really... The Rishi effect. Not lying, but also not giving not the whole picture. giving the whole story, yeah. And so they do go to the doctor. Sorry, the doctor comes over. Who makes house calls? God, when I was in Austria, I've told this before. If you were sick, there'd be a doctor just show up at your house. He'd give you a bunch of pills, which was great because I didn't have to go to the clinic. <laughs> but when I had a pregnancy scare, the doctor would just come over. <laughs> How do you say chlamydia in Austrian? I bet you learned that. Das chlamydia. Das klam. <clears throat> um, so, y'all, this is so messy, and he gives her an injection. I don't know what it was. Maybe lidocaine? It's a steroid, I think. Okay. Um, and the doctor's basically saying, if, this, if she doesn't do this surgery, she's going to be in constant pain. Um, so I don't see Chris staying in Columbia. No. Yeah. I don't see Jamie wanting to be with Chris. DOA. DOA. Oshama. Oh, is it time? This was a very short segment. Sadly. Sadly, a very short segment. I can't contain myself. Osham, I'm going to see, in, a, in just a few minutes, I'm going to see my 24-year-old boyfriend, Oshama. She really, y'all, I think we need to start a new drain, a new game. Have a drink or a sip of wine or beer whenever she says the word Osama. <laughs> she really doesn't You're like gonna the get way it ripped. feels she in my mouth. She loves to say it. Oshama. We all have words we like to say. Pomplamoose. <laughs> very, very necessary word sometimes. So, y'all... He's getting her flowers. You could even say it with a ball gag in your mouth. <laughs> um, he says, I need my one half, one, my other half to complete the team. And so... Sissies she, are calling them a Harold Maud. I need to see that movie. I, yes, you do. Yeah, but here's the problem. It's quirky, but Harold and Maude never really fucked. Oh, they didn't? No. And you know what's interesting? When they meet, they had no physicality between Zero. Them. And that's they when didn't I kissed. That's when anything. I went, nope. That's because I was, and I saw that and I went, wait a minute. They're not really holding hands. He nothing. hugs her. There's no kiss. And he says, this is, this is, you remember what he says? His, his words that he chooses. He's like, you look like an angel. And I think it's because her clothing kind of is always rippling. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it looks like yeah, she's, she's in floating. the sky. She's just floating around. Um, there's no chemistry. And he goes, you're strange, beautiful. And she goes, you're my strange, beautiful. <laughs> she does say that. you're my strange beautiful um i love this woman um someone told me or in a dm that it that osama and debbie are two parts of me that meet later that one part is early in life and part of me is later in life i like that (laughs) 
I like that. Like young poodle and old, old poodle. poodle. I, I think it's fair. I'm still, I don't think it's, but I'm still rooting for it's them. There are some happen. sissies that are like, that this is the, out of all of the relationship, except for Gabe and Isabel. Um, this is my favorite. The, I, I still think it's going to go nowhere. There, I, I think you're right, but my, the, the, not much of it's left, but the little bit of the romantic in me wishes for like this. If he would have, it's our shows. If he would have planted one on her, I would believe it more. Yeah, it's yeah. Just and she like hikes up her leg on it. Yeah, <laughs> but y'all, I feel like I'm in a dream, like a trance. Uh, and this is—it's an- so poetic. She says it's a force that words can't describe. And he says, when she came in, it's like the sun lit. I think they just... I'm in a surrealistic world. They really are, except for the making out. They do talk like the lovers from Saturday Night Live. They do. Hello, lava. <laughs> Hello. That sketch was so funny. Oh, those were the days. Um, That's all I really have. I, I'm, I'm very upset that... That they seem to have nothing. I, I, I think, and it, it could be his. I think a couple of things. I think it could be that he might never had a girlfriend before. Yeah. And so this could be some type of non-sexual romantic love yep. for him. Some type of idealized romantic love mm-hmm. that he doesn't know how to be sexual with. He could have issues around his own sexuality. I'm not saying gay, pan, or uh, asexual. asexual. I'm not even saying that. I think just issues with being sexual at all. I think he has issues with feeling like himself. Yeah. Like on a, not even like on a whole. Yeah. Because he talked about there's the madness inside of him. I I think think he's uncomfortable. I think he's very dark. I think he's had a dark past. Very uncomfortable being himself. Yeah. Period. Yep. That's all I've got. Period. Period. That's it. Oh, I need to wear purple more. This is a good color on oh, me. Oh, Shama. <laughs> you should wear purple more, too. I wear some of it. Thank you for telling <sighs> me what to do, though. It's a good color for, uh, it's a good color for uh, bringing in money in your life. Just wrap it up. I can't take <laughs> any more mumbo jumbo. <laughs> Y'all, that's it. So next uh, episode, we're going to talk about uh, Danielle and Johan. We're going to talk about Gabe and <clears throat> Isabel and... Second verse, same as the first. <laughs> Nicole and Mahmoud. Boy. The weirdest thing, and we'll, we'll talk about this, is they, <laughs> I think Don't they, you say too much. No, I won't. I don't think, I think they had their happy title card that they just had to use sometime. <laughs> and so they just put it in this one. I'm like, this is happy. This is happy. This is as good as it gets. This is as good as it gets without <laughs> Jack Nicholson. No Helen Hunt in this. They just beat the shit out of Greg Kinnear, and that's the movie. That's the movie. <laughs> All right, everybody. That's the show. They just gave us Greg Kinnear. Go to realitygaze.com. That's where you can go to our, our web site. Go to Reality Gaze Podcast. We are posting some. Well, it's too late now. I was going to say we're posting some stuff about Vegas, but it's too late. We already left. Eh. So, but anyway, um, but I hope you all have a good, happy Sunday. Um, listen happy to your birthday. And Liza Minnelli and James Taylor. So listen to some Liza Minnelli or James Taylor. Who's born on your birthday? Napoleon? The Marquis de Sade. The, the de- <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. <laughs> Follow us on all the shit. You know where to find us. We're called... We're called Lonely Arts because aren't they all just Lonely Arts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes. And if you have entered a surrealistic <laughs> other world Ooh. and you are ready to start your happily ever after. Oh. Oh. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but... 
that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.